Section twenty of Lives of the Most Eminent Painters, Sculptors, and Architects, Volume Six. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shyan Arrowsmith. Lives of the Most Eminent Painters. Sculptors and Architects, Volume Six, by Giorgio Vasari, translated by Gaston to C. De Vere, Section Twenty, to the Craftsman in Design. Excellent and well beloved brother craftsman, so great has always been the delight to say nothing of the profit and honor that I have derived from practicing my hand. To the best of my ability, in this most noble art of ours, that I have not only had a burning desire to exalt and to celebrate her and to honour her in every manner open to me, but have also been full of affection for all those who have taken the same pleasure in her and have succeeded in practising her more happily than I, perhaps have been able to do. And from this, my good will, so full of most sincere affection, it appears to me that I have gathered hitherto fruits that are an ample reward, for I have been always loved and honoured by you all, and we have been united in the most perfect intimacy or brotherhood. I know not which to call it. Mutually showing our works to one another, I to you and you to me. And helping one another with counsel and assistance whenever the occasion has presented itself, wherefore I have always felt myself deeply bound by this loving fellowship, and much more by your excellent abilities, and no less also by this my inclination, by nature and by the most powerful attraction. To assist and serve you in every way and every matter wherein I have considered myself able to bring you pleasure or advantage. To this end, I published in the year fifteen fifty the lives of our best and most famous craftsmen, moved by a course that has been mentioned in another place, and also, to tell the truth, by a generous indignation. That so much talent should have been for so long a time and should still remain buried in oblivion, and this my labour appears not to have been in any way unwelcome; on the contrary, so acceptable that, not to mention what has been said and written to me from many quarters, out of the vast number that were printed at that time. There is not one single volume to be found at the booksellers. Thus, therefore, receiving everyday requests from many friends, and understanding no less clearly the unexpressed desires of many others, once more, although in the midst of most important undertakings, I have applied myself to the same labour. With the intention not only of adding those masters who have passed to a better world between that time and the present, thus giving me the opportunity of writing their lives in full, 
but also of supplying that which may have been wanting to the perfection of my first work. For since then, I have had the leisure to come to a better knowledge of many matters and to re-examine others, not only by the favour of these my most illustrious lords whom I serve, the true refuge and protection of all the arts, but also through the facilities that they have given me to search the whole of Italy once again and to see and understand many things which had not before come under my notice. I have been able, therefore, not merely to make corrections, but also to add so many things that many of the lives may be said to have been almost written anew, while some, indeed, even of the old masters, which were not there before, have been added. Nor the better to revive the memory of those whom I so greatly honour, have I grudged the great labour, pains and expense of seeking out their portraits, which I have placed at the head of their lives. And for the greater satisfaction of many friends not of our profession, who are yet devoted lovers of art, I have included in a compendium the greater part of the works of those who are still living and are worthy to be for ever renowned on account of their abilities. For that scruple which formerly restrained me can have no place here in the opinion of any thoughtful reader, since I deal with no works save those that are excellent and worthy of praise. And this may perchance serve as a spur to make every craftsman continue to labour worthily and advance unceasingly from good to better insomuch that he who shall write the rest of the history may be able to give it more grandeur and majesty, having occasion to describe those rarer and more perfect works which began from time to time through the desire of immortality and finished by the loving care of intellects so divine the world in days to come shall see issuing from your hands. And the young men who follow with their studies, incited by hope of glory, if hope of gain has not enough force, may perchance be inspired by such an example to attain to excellence. And to the end, that this work may prove to be in every way complete, and that there may be no need to seek anything outside its pages, I have added a great part of the works of the most celebrated craftsmen of antiquity, both Greek and of other nations, whose memory has been preserved down to our own day by Pliny and other writers, without whose pens they would have been buried, like many others, in eternal oblivion. And this consideration also may perchance increase the willingness of man in general to labour valiantly and may impel and inspire us all as we behold the nobility and greatness of our art and how she has always been prized and rewarded by all nations and particularly by the most lofty mind and the most powerful princess to leave the world adorned by works infinite in number and unsurpassed in excellence, whence rendered beautiful by us, it may give to us 
that rank which it has given to those ever marvellous and celebrated spirits. Accept then, with a friendly mind, these my labours which, whatever they may be, have been lovingly carried to conclusion by me for the glory of art and for the honour of her craftsmen, and take them as a sure token and pledge of my heart, which is desirous of nothing more ardently than of your greatness and glory, in which, seeing that, I also have been received by you into your company, for which I render my thanks to you and congratulate myself not a little on my own account. I shall always consider myself, in a certain sense, a participator. End of section 20 Recording by Cheyenne Arrowsmith